Hey, it's Madison, the Black Eagle, and here's a highlight from today's show. It, 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 it's, 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 it's the truth, I'm just going to say it, that I wish I never would have fucking met Trump. I wish it never would have happened. And it's not that the attacks I've been through. It's I'm so sick of fucking Donald Trump, man. God, I'm fucking sick of him. And I'm not doing this because it's like I'm kissing his fucking ass, you know? It's just like I'm sick of it. Stop. Oh, the truth. <laughs> that is Alex Jones. That's Alex Jones. Wait a minute. Who was carrying, carrying Donald Trump's water <laughs> throughout the whole campaign. <laughs> and... That's what he was saying in 19, what was that? I'm sorry, was that 2019? I think was the date. But here's, let me tell you, before I move on to the next clip, we, boy, are we going to have some fun this morning? I shouldn't say fun. Conversation this morning. That was recorded like a live mic, if I'm not mistaken, by Alex Jones with an individual and they both were pro-Trump and it was like they were doing an interview. Now, you know, uh, team, you all can correct me uh, and fill in the gaps <laughs> as I understand what happened. And after, after Alex Jones realized this was out there or it was, he had this recording, he said, look, get rid of it. And I guess the guy promised to get rid of it. I don't know. But he didn't. So listen, real quick. I know we hit you <laughs> in the face with this this morning. Do me a favor, Daryl. Would you, would you replay that? Would you replay that again? Start over. And then go on into the next clip. It, it, it's, 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 it's the truth, and I'm just going to say it, that I wish I never would have fucking met Trump. I wish it never would have happened. And it's not that the attacks that I've been through. It's I'm so sick of fucking Donald Trump, man. God, I'm fucking sick of him. And I'm not doing this because it's like I'm kissing his fucking ass. You know, it's just like I'm sick of it. Too many Texans have been sidelined from employment opportunities. Too many small business owners have struggled to pay their bills. This must end. It is now time to open Texas 100%. Everybody... Give me the names of the people who have been harmed by these books. First and last names, so we can find out. Because I don't think you can name them. Go ahead, name them. On TV right now. I think it was Julian Bond who said that America literally translates into... Oh, there we go. Julian Bond will not hurt by Dr. Hold on, so I got a question. Professor, professor, he asked you a fair question. But pr yes, Name, it's a fair is question. there anybody? And, and I'm because we just the hang on, is, we just hang on, sir. We just heard sure. from Michelle Obama and Barack Obama. Everything you need to know, you can learn in a Dr. Seuss book. Now, Leo's asking you a question. Can you name any specific people harmed by this book? These books. 
Sure, I can name the black community that has been harmed by this book. If you're asking me if, oh, if I'm going to talk about Amir don't, Johnson don't say that. Do in Bed-Stuy and not say that he's been hurt the by black this community. Do not How about we talk you're about books like wrong. The Sneetches that, that, the that talk community. about... You don't represent me. For you to sit here and say that oh, is a lie. I am lie. definitely not, not trying to represent you. You are right. You don't speak for the black community. You I don't, don't speak for the I, I'm black definitely community. not How trying to represent you, but I can answer that your question. You are definitely a Democratic I can answer point. Wow. Now, how would I have handled that exchange? How would I have handled that debate with, what's his name? Terrell? Attorney Terrell. Who I, I years ago was on the show. You know, he's he was a good friend of uh, O.J. Simpson. Uh, he did a, some pro, bo, uh, some uh, ACP out in California, and he was a frequent. Uh, guest on many of the cable shows during the O.J. Simpson trial, and I think had a radio show. It was like a point-counterpoint show um, where he was the quite the liberal voice. Um, and then the professor, by the way, uh, is McKenzie with us this morning? Yes, I am. The professor, uh, you, 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 did you ever have um, the professor as an instructor? Did you ever take any of his courses? No. Dr. Devinga. Dr. Devinga. He's, he's been on our show, but he, was, he taught at American University, didn't he? What did he teach? sure we'd have to look him up. We look him up, but I think he's like African-American studies or like that. I think he's since left. I don't know if he's still there or not. Uh, But he he wrote a a book in reference to Mm anti-racism. And he has a a documentary uh, now out called, Coming uh, coming up called Black Fathers. Uh, but he, yeah, he was at the um, American University. Okay. Boy, that Alex Jones piece is revealing. It really is revealing. <laughs> and um, you can comment on it. one eight six six eight zero one eight two five five. I wonder why he was sick and tired of Donald Trump. Might have been because he wasn't getting, you know what I suspect? I suspect Donald Trump wasn't coming on his show, number one. Uh, Number two, Alex Jones was appealing, had been appealing to Donald Trump's racist base and hoping in return to get the president to come on the show and probably was being put off. And 
you know, I've always said to to all of you, you need to understand, you treat microphones like you treat a rifle or a gun. Assume that all guns are loaded. You don't look down the barrel of a gun. (laughs) You assume all guns are loaded. Therefore, assume all microphones are on. I learned this years ago, years ago, uh, working in the civil rights movement. A mentor of mine said, look, it is fair game for any media outlet. As soon as you drive on their parking lot, you are fair game. You are fair game. Whether in the parking lot to the studio, you are fair game. Uh, uh, you remember when C-SPAN, I think they still do it, C-SPAN would uh, sometimes come into our studio, uh, especially when Congress wasn't in session, and they would bring their cameras in, and they would set up their cameras for the entire four hours of the show. And their cameras were would never turn. They never turned them off. They never turned their cameras and microphones off. So anything that was said when we went to break, it would be aired on C-SPAN. That would be the best stuff. It's like when when we go to a break, man. Does does the team get into a conversation? We get into all kinds of converse, uh, uh, conversation. Uh, I always tell them, save it for the air, you know, save it for the broadcast. Um, so clearly Alex Jones got recorded, and now it's out there, number one. So what was he thinking? Number two, let's go, to, let's go back to this exchange between the professor, who we're, we're going to reach out to and, and have him on the show. I know his father listens to the show, and, and he, we had, last time he was in our studio, we had him on the air. He had, he, he had, his new, he had a book that was a bestseller. But l- listen to this exchange over Dr., this controversy over Dr. Seuss. And then in addition to that, we, we, we're going to keep we're going to push what's going on in the Senate right now, because they are voting like crazy on different amendments to the relief bill. They're voting amendments in. They're voting amendments out of the bill. It's 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 like a circus over there in the Senate. They've got to get this bill passed. And it's in, in my humble opinion, it is it is it has to benefit working people. That's what it's about. Look, eighty percent of of Americans want this relief bill passed. But let's let's um, let's uh, play it again. Thanks, Daryl. Hit it. Give me the names of the people who have been harmed by these books, first and last name, so we can find out. Because I don't think you can name them. Go ahead, name up, on TV right now. 
I think it was Julian Bond who said that America literally translates into. Oh, there we go. Julian Bond. Julian Bond will not hurt by Dr. Seuss. So I got a question for you. I got facts. Professor, Professor, he asked you a fair question. Let's stop right there. Let me stop right there. That's what. That is not a. Look, that's not a fair question. Name me a person. Now there were six. First, number one. Let me let me let me take it this approach. Let me take my I'll give you my approach. One. First of all, this was the Dr. Seuss, and 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 crew. Feel free to jump in. This was the Dr. Seuss company. Dr. Seuss is no yeah. longer with us. There, his his no, estate, uh, it, it may be his family, I'm not certain. Well, no, it, it was his company. The company made this decision. It's a, they've got a, like Disney has a company. Disney's no longer with us, but it, it was the company that made this decision. And it was how many books, Sam? Six books. Six books. It wasn't all of Dr. Seuss's books. And they looked at these six books and what they found in these six books. Now, again, this was the company. They found stereotypes. One of the stereotypes uh, was a, a, a young Chinese character. I'm sorry, Asian, because I don't know whether it was Chinese, Vietnamese, Korean. It was Asian. And he had sl- a slant for his eyes. Children identify with characters. Dr. Sue, look, my, my grandchildren, one of their first, <laughs> one of their first Halloween, was it, was it, or was it uh, Shauna's at that one time? One of my, one of the grand, one of the grandchildren. But that one of their first Halloween costumes, you don't remember, what was it? Thing one and thing two. They wore, they wore T-shirts, yes. thing one and thing two. Mm-hmm. Which, I, think it was, I think it was Jason and... Uh, um, was it Jason? Yeah, I think, I think Jason... And Shauna? No, uh, Jason and Ejaz. Yeah, thing. I think, yeah, I think thing, Jason agreed to go with him. Yeah, thing one and thing yes. two. That, that's because they identified. The, there was another character that had a derogatory connotations, which reinforces stereotypes. So I would have said to Attorney Terrell, Attorney Terrell, I, I, I cannot name. A person, you know, off the top of my head, who's been hurt. But what it does, it it reinforces a negative stereotype, particularly in the minds of children. I would have said to Sean Hannity, you think it's a fair question? Then let me ask you. Name me one Irish American who wants to be identified as a alcoholic or a drunk. 
or a dirty Irishman, which are all stereotypes. To this very day, the stereotype of a slant, slanted eye Asian is still alive. So when he, when when Terrell argues, well, that was of of its day and time. Yes, but times change. We recognize derogatory stereotypes. You know, there's also there's this one book, "If I Ran the Zoo," and it specifically refers to Africa and uses these gollywog kind of minstrel Jim Crow stereotypical offensive images. There was that that issue came up in the early 1900s at one of the quote unquote World Fair exhibits. And that was the image, and it was in uh, they they had uh, African villages, and that was the image, and it just reinforced a stereotype that, quite candidly, was derogatory. You know, and and I'll get to the. I know I'm over time, guys. Don't rush. I'll get to it. Not All right. I know, but I'm just. I, I'm. I'm going. Sometimes, we, you know, we'll we'll get to. We'll give the the, the folks their their due. The sponsors mm-hmm. their due. I, I I remember being in the seventh grade. There was this student of ours. We were in the seventh grade. She was tall. We would say lanky. Had in those days she had short. We in those days nappy hair. And we used to line up to go back into the school. I can tell you her name right now, but I'm not going to mention her name because I don't know where she is. But nobody wanted to walk beside her. None of the guys wanted to walk beside her, you know, because you had, you picked, you know, you walked in pairs. Well, I'm not going to walk with what's her name. No, no, I'll, no, man. Dark skin, nappy hair, tall, lanky. Everybody Sounds wanted like to walk. <laughs> everybody wanted to walk with, everybody wanted to walk with the girl that looked like Pocahontas, as we say today. Yeah, that was and and that was and and let me tell you, I know it hurt her. I know it hurt her to this to be, but we were children. We were children. To this day, and I've had, and 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 uh, one of my closest friends, she she's a retired principal now. Close friend, I actually sung at her wedding. And she said, you guys, and she was, she was very light-skinned, and she had what in those days we called slanted eyes. And we used to tease her. 
Well, you part Chinese? We used to, and it hurt to this, this woman is in her, is now 70 plus years old. And she still remembers that. And some, she still, and we were seven years old. Terrell, please stop it. Fox, Fox cannot be giving you that much money. And and you know what? I was over, I was over, uh, I I, I walked past, uh, 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 this morning, past, uh, uh, you know, I went out just to clear, get get ready for the show. And out in front of our place, there are shrubs and plants, and all winter long, Weeds were growing. This is my analogy. This is my analogy. Then I'll go to a break. Weeds were growing. And and as sometimes when I walk by in the morning and the day, I say, man, when are they going to pull these weeds? I'm, I'm somewhat of a gardener. I, I don't garden as much as I used to because we live in a condo. But when are they going to pull these weeds out of here? Well, guess what? They pulled the weeds out. They pulled the weeds out, and now I can see the plants. My son, my my son-in-law, I was over his house, and he he has roses in his front yard. He pulled the weeds out. That's what the Seuss people did. They didn't tear out the whole plant. They didn't get rid of all of Seuss. Dr. Seuss, they just pulled the weeds. Oh. Good analogy. They pulled Very the weeds. Good analogy. They just pulled the mm-hmm. weeds. And that's what people are doing. They just pulled the weeds. one 801 8255 Your turn to talk. 26 after the hour. Let's take a break. Let's go to a a short break and then give you a chance to grab a line. And uh, let me see. First up will be Douglas from Texas. Right after this. I'm Madison. Leo. You know, you know, I just heard rhetoric. This is a continuation of the program that we had on your radio show. This professor will not tell us who's been harmed by these books. Let me give you some historical context. As a teacher, as a civil rights lawyer who knows what discrimination is, those books are historical books. Those books talks about the weaknesses, the flaws of this country and how this country has grown. I asked you on the radio show. I asked you on national TV. You name me one person, first and last name, who's been harmed by any of these books. You cannot do it. You talk about racism. You tell me where this racism exists. The city, the state, the person in charge. How dare you come on this program and talk about racism? Talk about these books. Now, I'll ask you right now on national TV. Give me the names of the people who have been harmed by these books. First and last name so we can find out. Because I don't think you can name them. Go ahead. Name them. On TV right now. No, no, no. Hold on a second. First of all, let me make a, a correction. I, I I don't mean to kill off people. Uh, <laughs> Jackie Joyner Kersey is not dead. Flojo died. That's who passed away. The wrong, 
the wrong person. So, and and but I tell you, when I make a mistake, folks don't hesitate to call in. And thank you, I appreciate it. I, you know, I'm unscripted here, but thank you. And and uh, 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 Jackie, forgive me. Didn't mean to kill you off. Didn't mean to kill you off. But let me, hey, Doctor Domingo, thank you so much for coming back on the Madison Show. <laughs> Um, Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I, I, you know, I've got to tell you, uh, well, let me have you respond uh, because his, his line of questioning was so insincere. Um, and I, and here's what I said to my audience early this morning when I brought this up, man, I would have popped back and said to Sean Hannity, he said, Oh, doctor, it's a fair question, professor. I would have said to I would have said to Sean Hannity, you name me an Irish American who wants to be uh, uh, labeled a drunk, a dirty mm. Irishman. Uh, you and yeah. name me one, you know, since we since we don't seem to, you know, and, and because th- that was a, a stereotype. But let me give you just your reaction and your response. Well, definitely. And, and thanks for, for having me on as a professor myself. Sometimes I'm almost late. To my own class because I'm listening to your class every morning. So I really appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate you. it. And, and, you know, when it came down to it, what I was trying to say to him was, and I got this from your show, that Julian Bond literally said that America translates into I am race if you take it letter for letter. And so to ask me to speak about whether it hurt one kid in one community was a disingenuous question. We're looking at a guy whose career over the years has been disrespectful to not only the black community, not only the Jewish community, but the Asian community as well, who are the top three groups right now experiencing hate crimes, black, followed by Jewish, followed by Asian. And so for him to sit here and ask where the harm has been, I'm telling him that if kids are being raised on these images and if teachers don't know how to speak about these images and how they might be hurtful, then at the end of the day, we are all being hurt. And he, that was a point that he was not ready to hear. He didn't want to hear it on the TV show or on the radio show earlier. Yeah, and, and when you talk about I'm glad you brought it up because everyone gets hurt. Uh, like, for example, we just had uh, a news uh, story about the, uh, in San Francisco, Sacramento, I believe it was, but where Asians, Americans, are being targeted, uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and in large part because of, the the uh, the negative derogatory stereotyping that has been perpetrated primarily by the president and and others uh, and, and 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 it hurts children. I, and I tell you what I thought about. I have two young granddaughters. They have mm-hmm. a education pod since, you know, they're distance learning and the, mm-hmm. two of their their closest friends, both of them, about all of them about the same age, seven and four. They're two Asian boys. Mm-hmm. And these and, 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 and when you look at the one book that Dr. Seuss's foundation pulled, you know, talks about slant eyes or eyes, you know, being slanted. I, if my granddaughters called those two young boys slant eyes, We'd have to have oh, a very serious, yeah, we'd have to have a very serious conversation and vice versa. If, 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 right. those, if those two Asian kids got the, got, the, uh, had, got the stereotype that somehow that was derogatory in, in the, some of the six books that they pulled, their parents would have a, a conversation with them. 
uh, th- th- this it was just a terrible exchange, and uh, and and I just you know I just I, I I didn't feel sorry for you. I just know how it is sometimes. You have, you have five minutes to <laughs> yeah to to, yeah. to pull, but but my, to say oh, and then to argue. You tell me you to argue. Well, the books are about history. Well, all books are about history. I mean, but it, right. but you, <laughs> I mean, I didn't even know what that meant. I don't think he knew what it meant either. <laughs> and and even going back to, you know, some of the social media backlash I'm receiving from that as well, what we, when we talk about history, people are saying, it's just a cartoon, it's just a cartoon. And I'm saying to people, cartoons are the way you introduce things that later become political thought and policy. That's you right. You can get little kids, you know, laughing at, at Japanese cartoons during World War II or 94, the way they put, uh, painted Tutsis as, as, as roaches or vermin during the Rwanda, before the Rwandan genocide. You get them laughing a little bit, then you can start introducing it into the curriculum. You start introducing it into the, the curriculum, then you can introduce it on television and on radio shows. And before you know it, you've got government policy that makes it okay to target certain people. And Dr. Seuss's work has been part of that since the 1930s. And that history is something that Leo 2.0 was not interested in really knowing or sharing. Yeah, and, and then the other thing was the foundation, the Dr. Seuss Foundation or the people who owned the publications, mm-hmm. they were the ones that made the decision. This was not something that uh, some government edict uh, uh, came up with. They made the decision, did they not? Absolutely. And, and as I said to them on the radio show earlier, it's not like we're talking about Bert, uh, Catcher in the Rye or Toni Morrison books, you know, books that actually got banned. This was a private company making a private decision, which I thought for you all was supposed to be the American way. So don't talk to us about cancel culture. It's about what you said yesterday. It's about accountability culture. When you know better, you do better. And that's what this company was trying to do. And I feel like they should be applauded for it. Well, uh, I, I and and they should be. I mean, Dr. Seuss, like a lot of lit- literature, sometimes has, I mean can be problematic. Movies can be problematic. Culture can be problematic. But you grow and you 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 learn from it. I I appreciate you coming up. Now I know we're going to have you back. Um, we're going to have you back to talk about uh, a. Um, an upcoming documentary uh, uh, about uh, on black fathers. So I'll be looking. As a matter of fact, that's that's an animated film, isn't it? Yes, yes, it's going to be an animated film. Okay, and I'm very so, excited about that. I'm you know hoping you'll be a part of it. And my goal was I saw so many negative comments about black fathers not in the home and all of this, and then I but every black father I know is a committed father. So I want to introduce the world to the black fathers that I know, the black fathers that I see. And let them know that that we're here. We need to change the narrative, and 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 counter the negative narr- narrative. But that you know, and I said this morning, uh, you know, and after your debate, I just was inspired. I went outside and I said, "Wow, they they around my property here. They they've pulled the weeds out of the garden," and mm-hmm. and I, my my mind said, "That's what the doc- that's what the the folks Dr. Seuss did." They pulled the weeds mm. out. That's all. They, they pulled the weeds out. And you don't let the weeds overgrow the garden. You pull right. the weeds out. Hey, thank you so much, doctor. I appreciate you taking the time to be with us. Um, you're braver than I am because I wouldn't have gone on the show. But. <laughs> <laughs>
but having me, sir. But somebody has to do it, and <laughs> you did a good time. You, <laughs> you, and here's the other thing: how did uh, why why did he interrupt you when you were talking about Julian Bond? I mean, I. <laughs> Julian Bond was a good honestly, friend. I think he yeah. was mad because I kind of got him on the radio interview we did at five, and we had a oh. little bit more time on his Hannity show at five. And I was I was talking to him about how the fact that the Cat in the Hat came from uh, the idea of minstrel shows and the like, and so he just didn't want to have me go down any type of historical path, and that's why he was just ready to cut me off. And he, you know, as a so-called civil rights attorney, he was very uncivil. And was probably just jealous of Julian Bond as well, and didn't want to give him any attention. Well, you know, they had, he used to be a uh, the the, the uh, he used to do uh, uh, work for the NACP, and they had to oh. cut him loose. They see that's what it really was. He he oh. he volunteered. He did pro bono work for in Los Angeles, and he did some other work. And the NACP kind of cut him loose. Because they differed in strategy and I guess philosophy, and they they cut him loose, and I think that was part of the background. Uh, at, at I did that, not know that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That that, uh, that was because uh, I looked it up this morning because I remember him being a friend of O.J. Simpson's, uh, being a quote unquote liberal, uh, a talk hmm. uh, personality on most of the cable shows. And he had a radio show, a, a point counterpoint, uh, where he was the liberal uh, talker, and he was, and he, uh, the counter was a judge who was a conservative. So I think that might have, uh, might have uh, been a sore point with him. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, Davinga. Thank you, Doctor Davinga. Appreciate it. And uh, thank you. And and then we'll we'll bring you up back on to talk about other things, uh, particularly uh, in, in, on the academic front. We had an, an we had an intern who wanted to <laughs> ask the question, but I, I that's a that would be a whole nother show we got to <laughs> that we, <laughs> what we have to do. Now, are you still at American University, or have you left there? Yes, I'm still at American University. I teach in the School of International Service. Okay. Um, I teach intercultural communication. I teach a class on Jay-Z. I teach a class on global hip-hop. Okay. And right. um, if anyone wants information on the documentary, they can go to blackfathersdocumentary.com. Okay, and we'll have you back on that one. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thanks for all, all you right. do. Hey, best to you and your father. I know he listens, and, and, uh, <laughs> and if he's still with us, and, and be safe out there. Thank you. You can listen to yours truly, Madison, the Black Eagle, live every Monday through Friday on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.